This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Thursday edition. Beautiful day in the borough. Hope everybody's enjoying it. Lady Raiders did not enjoy last night. Enjoyed some success, but ultimately fell 81 to 78 to Tulane, a really good team. Uh, MTSU led uh, 62 to 55 after the third quarter, um, but got outscored 26 16 in the final period. Um, another great game by. Anastasia Hayes, 27 points, 6 assists, 6 rebounds. Aislinn Hayes, 18 points, 10 boards. Alexis Whittington, 14 points, 8 rebounds. So, um, MTSU's 0-2. Their losses are by combined 9 points. And they head to um, TCU this weekend. Um, so tough start, um, probably still getting their legs, did shoot free throws better. Um, all in all, it was a good ball game. Uh, just Lady Raiders came up a little short and, um, but they're, they're not there, but they've got the components there. Need to get some more insides presence. Um, uh, but, um, I still think at the end of the day, time this conference season rolls around and hopefully the pandemic will slow down a little bit and they're not affected by it anymore like they already have been, they'll be okay. I do know this. Just in my circles, I'm knowing more and more people that are getting COVID. You know, when it first hit, I didn't heart, you know, I might hear of somebody I new or a, a friend's friend or something like that i'm telling you i've known a lot of people i'm talking about double figures here in the last couple of weeks who have come down with the covid so it's we got to take it serious uh i know blackman there on lockdown uh, uh through the rest of the Week and a lot of these schools that are having to close, it's more uh, employee issues than it is actually students. So I think we're going to continue to fight the fight. Um, 
we're going to see cases come up. We're going to have ball games missed. I mean, like the other night, um, Blackman and Riverdale opened up uh, their district season. Um, but it was um, a boys' game only. Riverdale girls quarantined. And the thing about that quarantine is, I think they've mocked, knocked it back to 10 days now. Um, you know, most, m- most everybody's fine. But um, some people aren't fine. I know a lot of people scoff at this. 99.7 survival rate. There's still a lot of people dying, though. That's one of your family members. I don't think you'd scoff at it. I think people are just scoffing at it. I'm not saying live your life in fear. But by golly, we got to respect it. Uh, I mean, we're just seeing the impact. This is a sports show, I know. And we're seeing the impact it has in sports. So just everyday life, it's having a major impact on businesses. Um, who knows what's going to happen? You know, we got the vaccine coming soon, very soon, but not, but not enough for everybody. What are the side effects of it going to be? Got to be honest, I'm not going to be the first one in line. I want to know what the potential side effects are. If you're an athlete, you can't make them take it. You know, I don't think you can, you can't mandate it. I don't think you can say if you don't take the vaccine, you can't play sports. I don't think they can do that. But there's a lot of things I didn't think would happen, and and they have happened, you know. So we shall see. MTSU's men will be back in action on the um, Saturday against Covenant College. Should notch their second win of the year. Uh, They've had some tough setbacks. Uh, One-point game, 12-point game, 10-point game. Um, They were right in that game with Chattanooga to the end. And, you know, the better team probably closed it out. Saw Chattanooga won again last night. They're 5-0. So, um, I think it's going to take a little time for this team to jail. I mean, a lot of these guys that set out last year, they did practice with the team, but there's a difference when you throw the ball up and turn the lights on. So, um, we shall see. All right, you listen to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break. And be right back. At Ascension St. Thomas, the care you need is available today. Whether you've had to put off routine visits or health screenings, delay a surgery or specialty care, our caregivers are prepared for your arrival. We will maintain strict precautions for your safety in our care, such as rigorous cleaning, distancing, and protective equipment. We're open for appointment scheduling for your urgent and ongoing care needs. Schedule now and ask about virtual visits. GetSTHealthcare.com. 
You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. As you can tell, there's a frog in my throat today. Voice a little rough. Riverdale senior defensive end Javon Nelson has committed to play at uh, University of Memphis. The 6'3", 270-pound Nelson, a three-star prospect, number 14th-ranked player in the state of Tennessee, um, reportedly has chose Memphis over um, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, North Carolina State, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Uh, Nelson mentioned the fact that a lot of places have already filled up their roster. And what he's referring to is anybody that played college football this year, it did not count against their eligibility. So even if they were a senior, they can come back. They can also transfer. Anybody can transfer. I mean, that's kind of where we're at in college athletics right now with the COVID pandemic. But um, Nelson probably saw opportunity to play quicker there. And good for him. Was the defensive lineman of the year in uh, Region 5. C.J. Taylor of Warren County won Mr. Football. Sharp kid. I heard an interview with him on another station uh, the day that he was announced as the Mr. Football winner. He was the player of the year in this region. You're player of the year in this region. You're a player. And he certainly is a big-time player. Competitive son of a gun, I'll tell you that. Um, the Big Ten has eliminated its six-game minimum requirement for, turn, for teams to compete in the conference championship game. And that will advance Ohio State, who is just 5-0, and to the Big Ten championship game against 
number 14, Northwestern. And believe it or not, uh, uh, Michigan, which canceled its game with Ohio State, their athletic director actually championed the calls for this. And um, their council or the ADs and presidents or, or whoever's on it, uh, they voted to let Ohio State go. And, you know, that's the best thing for their league. Now, let's say A&M wins out. They're sitting there 9-1. and 9-1, and 6-0. and oh. What's fair? What's not fair? It's not Ohio State's fault that um, they've only played uh, six games or will have played six games. And that's assuming they win. Um, but it's their league's fault. The Big Ten chose not to play. And then when everybody didn't follow suit like they, their arrogant bunch thought they would, they were like, oh, they had to backtrack. So they came in late to the party, so to speak. But um, whatever. LSU announced yesterday it's self-imposing a bowl ban this season. Wow. Legal recruiting violations. Of course, you had Odell Beckham throwing $100 bills to players the championship game last year. Um, little self-imposed ban when you're three and five, and about to be three and six because they play Florida this week. Uh, I find that quite humorous. Very humorous. All righty, Ray Perkins, former Alabama coach, great player there, coach of New York. Uh, Giants spent a year at Arkansas State uh, passed away yesterday age of 79 had the hardest job in the history of college football he replaced Bear Bryant he went 32-15-1 not great but pretty solid 8 wins a year not good enough at Alabama of course it took a while for Alabama to get it right though they got it right now the next uh, hardest job in college football will be he who must replace uh, Nick Saban. The standard of excellence is there. It's set. So, uh, but there's no um, indication of Nick letting down anytime soon. College hoops. ACC Big Ten Challenge, Clemson hammered Maryland, 67-51. Wasn't that close? Conference USA, Marshall 84, Charleston 72. Florida State of the ACC beat Indiana, 69-67. Georgia Tech, 75. Nebraska, 64. Um, another ACC win. Uh, Xavier, undefeated, beat Oklahoma 90-77. In the Conference USA, Southern Miss lost to Tulane 58-38. And uh, 
Tennessee and UT Martin game was canceled, as was Virginia and Michigan State. All right, you listen to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi there, 12 and a half now, $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee wins. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play by play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up today? Well, good afternoon, everybody. Let's talk women's basketball from last night. A tight contest did not end Middle Tennessee's way on Wednesday. The Lady Raiders have fought down to the wire but couldn't get a couple of three-pointers to fall in the final seconds to force overtime against the visiting Tulane Green Wave, losing 81-78. The Lady Raiders now 0-2 on the young season after losses to Belmont and Tulane this week. Coach Rick Ensel said he was really proud of the way his players battled they didn't get the results they wanted, but he was very proud of them. Middle Tennessee improved in a few areas that led to its demise in the season opener. The Lady Raiders struggled against Belmont, shooting from the free throw line and rebounding, making only 22 of 44 free throws and getting beat on the boards 49-33. Well, they turned both around in a big way on Wednesday, hitting 25 of 30 chances at the charity stripe and out-rebounding Tulane 45-41. The uh, Lady Raiders will now be traveling to Fort Worth, Texas this weekend. They will have a Sunday afternoon game against TCU at 1 o'clock. You can hear the broadcast here on the Blue Raider Network with Dick Palmer and Dwayne Hickey. Well, on the men's side, the Blue Raiders lost to Chattanooga on Sunday by a score of 80-70, to and uh, Coach Nick McDevitt was not happy with his team's effort and their energy. He said, he I thought from the get-go to the start 
start the game, we were just lethargic. The Blue Raiders did, however, lead numerous times in the game. Chattanooga pushed it out to about 10 points midway through the second half, and that's where the ball game ended. Last night, Chattanooga was on the road again at Bellarmine, so we uh, had an interest in that ball game, and Chattanooga won that one by nine at Freedom Hall. The Blue Raiders will be traveling to Bellarmine a week from Saturday and will host the Bellarmine Knights on the 22nd of uh, the month of December. So the coming up next, however, will be this Saturday at uh, 4 o'clock when Middle Tennessee will host the Covenant College Scots. So uh, that will be a 4 o'clock tip. We will have the broadcast on the Blue Raider Network beginning at 3.30. And looking ahead toward the Ole Miss game on November 16th, the uh, athletic department is holding a virtual ticket sellout. And it benefits the Blue Raider Athletic Association to help mitigate revenue shortfalls and unanticipated expenses related to the COVID-19 pandemic and reduced arena capacity restrictions. These virtual tickets are valued at $10 each and will be a donation to the BRAA. Fans are encouraged to purchase multiple tickets to help virtually pack Murphy Center to its full capacity of 11520 All right, let's turn to women's soccer. Big signing today. The Lady Raiders announced the signing of Isabel Chinche to its 2021 recruiting class. The Folsom Lake College transfer will enroll in the spring of 2021. She is a goalkeeper from Chico, California. As a Falcon, she earned Big 8 All-Conference Keeper of the Year in 14 games. She forced a goal and earned two assists as a keeper to lift the Falcons to nine wins. At Chico High School, Chinche led the league in goals with 43 in total. So congratulations to her as she joins the uh, the Blue Raiders here this spring. All right, final weekend of Conference USA football and already a couple of games have been taken off the docket. North Texas at UTEP still uh, scheduled to be played in Denton on Friday, but Charlotte at Marshall just canceled this afternoon and also uh, Marshall at FIU, which had been scheduled earlier, also canceled, of course. Then on Saturday, UAB scheduled to play at Rice at noon and Louisiana Tech at TCU still on the schedule for a 6 o'clock kickoff. All right, that's it for this Thursday afternoon. We'll have another report for you coming up tomorrow. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Inside Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Double-digit pay raises are history. Now money's a lot harder to get a hold of and even harder to hang on to. That's why I would like to offer you a free discount double check. I'll go through your car insurance policy to make sure you're getting the discounts you deserve and aren't leaving any money on the table. 
So call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel in Shelbyville today at 931-684-5274 because being there to help keep more of your money in your pocket is why I'm here. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. We're going to be joined now by Tara James, the uh, athletic director and head girls basketball coach at Providence Christian Academy. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Well, it's been a minute since we've had you on. We've had a couple other reps from um, uh, PCA with us. Kerry Hammonds does a great job every time he's on with us. How's this bunch doing? Grinsing. How was Grinsing? Grinsing was great. Loved talking college hoops with him. I bet. He's, he was great. We had a good, we had a really good time. Um, but how's Carrie's Bunch doing? Carrie's Bunch, well, I will tell you they've had to cancel um, three games here this week because they've had a few issues with COVID. And so they are um, the last game we had to play on our own against FRA. The guys had to cancel and they've had to cancel tomorrow night with MTCS and they had to cancel Saturday with Webb. So hopefully next week they will be back and ready to go. All right. Well, um, let's look at your team. Um, let's go. Let's just go back. I don't think we've had you on since you started. Um, did you open up with Brentwood Academy? Yes, we opened up with uh, BA and kept it closed for about three quarters of the game. And then fourth quarter, they they got away from us. Um, You know, I scheduled them knowing that they were probably better than us, and they were um, at that time. Just have a little more depth, a little more size. Um, They have a girl in the paint that's going to LSU, so, you know, that's... That's a different level, Um, but I was proud of how we competed our first game out. Um, Even though we lost, uh, there were some positive things that came from that game. Um, And so we lost, but but got better at the same time, which is what the point of that game was anyways. Um, Did you play Innsworth? So we were supposed to to play Innsworth, but Innsworth called. Um, They had played Brentwood High School uh, maybe the night before, they were supposed to play us a couple days later, and they said that their school was not comfortable with what's going on in Davidson County with fans being at any games. So they said they could play us, but only if no one was in the gym. <laughs> and so we said, hey, let's postpone, and hopefully that will change um, in January. And so we, they totally understood that, and um, we ended up playing Brentwood High School, who is another you know, powerhouse in girls' basketball, and it went very similar to how it went with Brentwood Academy. They're very long, very athletic. Um, they have a girl that is going to Princeton as their point guard. She's good. She's fun to watch. Um, just very athletic kid, smart player. And they ended up hitting about nine or ten threes on us, which was frustrating. Um, and we hung with them until about the fourth quarter, same situation as B.A., and then ended up um, losing by about 20, I think, when it was all said and done. Um, the game itself was probably more 10 to 15 range until the end of it, um, until we, we put subs in and kind of let it go there. But, again, another loss, but also a, a learning experience that was good. You know, both of those teams 
arguably are better than anybody in our region, and that's what we wanted to see, and I thought our kids competed well. And um, did you play beach? Oh, we played beach. Yes, beach was our third game, um, and that was just kind of thrown in there. I, I can't even remember at this point. Oh, we were looking for a game on the 20th, and we ended up playing beach in a Hall of Fame game, and that was on the heels of Brentwood Academy. Okay. That was on the heels of Brentwood Academy, and um, we ended up playing very well against Beach, and uh, I think we won by 25 to 30 in that game and, and got out and ran well, played good defense, um, had a really good shooting night as well. So um, Beach was thrown in there, which was nice, on the heels of Brentwood Academy and Brentwood High School kind of sandwiched between the two. And that's, um, that's a pretty big-time win for you guys. That's a well-established AAA program. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'll tell you, it's just so weird right now, Monty, because you'll watch game film, and I knew really nothing about Beach except what you just said. You know, traditionally, historically, they're very strong girls basketball. And so I watched game film, and I kept thinking to myself, it looks like they're missing somebody or something. It just They looked a little out of sync. Well, when they showed up here, they had two girls that were starters that were not at their last game. And they had only played one, so I was just panicking on the side going, great, we're not, I like to be prepared. And game film, as I'm watching, you know, just before you called, it's important um, for us to go through things in practice and talk about players and personnel, and I felt unprepared. Um, but it's, it's also a life teaching point. I mean, you're not always prepared with what life throws at you, and the kids responded well, and those two particular players probably hadn't practiced in a couple weeks and um you know we played very well and they were kind of putting the pieces back together for probably COVID reasons like we all do and so it was a good night for us good win you know i think you're gonna see that a lot this year um you don't know what version of a team you're going to get uh from night in and night out because of covid um you know i i, I I look at MTSU's women uh, the other night. Um, they hadn't practiced since November 20th, and they play a really good Belmont team. And um, their shooting percentage just kept dropping as the game went. You know, they, they just didn't have their legs. They missed 22 free throws. Oh, gosh. 22 of 44 at the line, you know, and lose by six. So it's easy to point why they lost that game. But – when I guess my point is, you know, you don't know what version of a team you're going to get. Are they going to have their full complement of players? Or you may prepare two days for a team and end up not even playing that game. Right. That's exactly right. And that's already happened to us a couple times. We were supposed to play Columbia Academy last week, and our guys canceled. So they decided to cancel the girls as well based on that. And it's just, I don't know, you, you, you prepare the best you can, um, but you just tell, I just keep telling the team, hey, we are just fortunate to be practicing or playing today. And so um, that's, that's kind of how we've had to take it, and we've had to kind of roll with the punches. You know, fortunately, most of our hits took place the first week of school. Um, we had six kids in practice, or not the first week of school, the first week of practice. We had six kids in practice one day, seven the next day. And so, um, you know, we struggled with how to bounce back from that. But I think it's just, man, there's, 
you just got to be thankful for what's going on today. We're, we're supposed to play MTCS tomorrow night, um, but that feels like a long way off <laughs> in terms of what can happen the morning of game day. Our boys were set to play Columbia Academy, and that morning we had a couple positives, and that changes everything. Um, you um, Now, did you play – you played in the Cannon County Tournament. Who did you play in that, Siegel? We played Siegel and Ravenwood. Um, opened up with Siegel the first day, which was the, a Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, our kids played really well. They are really, when they are playing together, um, the Mariah, AC, Addison, um, Abby, Mia, you know, that particular bunch is hard to stop. Aaliyah, who came off a torn ACL, Callum, is playing really strong right now for us. Um, and so... When we're playing well together, we're we are we're going to be tough to beat, and that was another one of those games where we just came out strong um, and uh, played well defensively. Kept them, you know, I want to say at 15 or less in the first half. Shot the ball well, um, shared the ball well, ran the ball well. So it was a good day for us against Siegel. And then Ravenwood. And then Ravenwood. Um, well, that was a close game, wasn't it? It was a close game. We did not shoot as well. Um, defensively, we did okay. We, You know, I could tell early we were just trading baskets. I mean, very good, very well even, evenly matched um, two teams. And so it was probably enjoyable to watch, but as a coach, I'm just watching it going, we can't just continue to trade baskets with them. We'd score, they'd score. We'd score, they'd score. It was up and down. It was fast-paced. Um, there were only about four call, fouls called in the first half, so they, you know we weren't stopping the game much, which is nice. I enjoy that kind of play, but um, they had more depth, so that's what was worrying me in the first half. Is if we keep trading baskets with the, with them, we're going to run out of gas at some point. And so we got down in the fourth, and then lost. We had it tied um, with 50 seconds left. We missed a couple good looks. They got the ball with about 25 seconds left and ran a backdoor play that made us look um, bad, (laughs) for lack of a worse word. Um, And so we got beat on the backdoor cut. And, and you know, Monty, in that situation as a player, even though I had said, you know, don't overplay right here. You know, we'd given up a couple back cuts. You're so eager to get stops. And I coach my kids to be up in the passing lanes and aggressive D. It's really hard to change that habit um, in just a quick moment. And you're you're eagerly wanting to get a stop. We got beat on a backdoor cut, and I had nobody in help side. So they won pretty much on a buzzer beater um, in that game. Good learning experience, but hated for it to end that way. But another good opponent to play. I mean, you, you've played a lot of these AAA teams this year, and um, and AA in the in your division. Uh, that's only going to help you, you know, when you really get into the meat of your district. All right. Oh, definitely. And what's what's great about this team um, with the seniors that I have with AC and Mariah and Aaliyah um, and Addison Melton. You know, they understand what we're doing, where maybe teams in the past, when I started doing this four years ago, which was their freshman year, maybe their sophomore year, I think they just took the beatings and it was hard on their confidence. Well, this team understands the approach that I'm taking and what we're doing, and so they've responded really well to some of these losses against teams that, quite frankly, are better than us right now. Um, And it's made them come back stronger 
and when you see teams that are not as talented, well, they look they look a little less intimidating. And so it's really been good so far. Uh, we play, unfortunately, after Christmas, we've got a couple games at Riverdale, um, one against uh, the new school, Green Hill, and the other one against Riverdale. That's going to be tough. Um, and I'd rather do these early in the season, but we've got to keep the same mentality. They'll, both those teams will definitely make us better if we can keep our confidence up. Uh, did you play Zion Christian? Um, we did not. They okay. have JV girls only, and our boys had to cancel that. So our last game was with FRA. And you handled them pretty easily. We did. They have had, they've been hit with COVID. They've had a couple kids out and not many practices. I completely and totally respect their coach and that program. Um, we handled them, like you said, pretty easily, but... You know, you still cannot discount them um, coming back the second time we play them, you know, healthy with more practices under their belt and ready to go. But I enjoyed the way that we played. Um, just, you know, last year I think our team felt a ton of pressure after winning the state and having kids that were looking to get college scholarships that hadn't signed yet. You know, I've got Mariah and AC that have already signed. You know, their future is sealed, and now they, they've got less pressure, Monty, and it's, a, it's, it's an enjoyable bunch to coach um, because they're very unselfish but yet have the same goal. Coaches love it when players make that decision early. Oh, man, I'm thrilled. If, if they could have done it last year, I would have been pushing them. But I think because of the, the COVID situation, I think the sooner the better and then both sets of parents and kids had found homes where they were happy, um, USC Upstate, um, for AC and then Kentucky Wesleyan for Mariah, they're very happy with where they are. And, and like you said, they got a happy coach because they have that off their plate. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Tara James joining us today. We'll take a break and be right back. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. We do it your way at some pizza. Murfreesboro's favorite pizza is open for dine-in with social distancing and special precautions. Of course, you can still order online, call in for pickup, and have Sir Pizza delivered to your door. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassisted.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, 
and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Uh, joined today by Tara James. She's the athletic director and girls basketball coach at Providence Christian Academy. And Tamar uh, got a big one. Uh, the uh, Lady Lions host Middle Tennessee Christian School. And I think um, you guys and, and Christian School are certainly two contenders in your district. So, um uh, this is one I'm sure both schools have kind of had circled on their calendars for a while. Uh, definitely. And, you know, it's it has become, honestly, a pretty exciting rivalry. Um, they get better every year. And, you know, four or five years ago, they were just stomping us. Um, when Coach Berkey was coaching them and they had, I can't think of her name, who now plays at Tennessee Tech, they had a very strong team, and um, it has been fun to be able to compete with them. Every game is good. Um, every game, even if the even if at the end it's a fifteen twenty point game, and we we have battled both teams to get to that place. And so, um, I expect them to come in energetic, ready to beat us, and we will be exactly the same. So that'll be fun. Um, I will tell you, just since I've been sitting here talking to you on the radio, we're going to have um, a couple player. COVID issues to address, and so it is, while we can talk about it and I can plan and prepare, this is such a, a time of uncertainty. So um, I'm telling you right now, I hope we can get this game in. Um, that is the main thing. Whether it's MTCS or it's Columbia Academy or it's Brentwood, we just want our kids to be able to play. And so while it's a re- rivalry and we're excited, um, you know, I just want them to be able to play. So hopefully it'll be a good night, Monty. And um, the thing about MTCS, um, they're still kind of young, but they're very experienced. They've been playing with a lot of young players the last couple years. Oh, for sure. Um, You know, they are still kind of young, and that's the scary part is every year you say, well, they're going to be better next year, and they're going to be good next year. And they are. I'm watching game film before you called, and it's the same kids I've been watching, but they're still only sophomores and juniors. And so – you know, while while a lot of my talent is at the senior level, I've got some sophomores too that know these kids, Abby McFarland, me Alexander, and play with them in the off season. And so we really respect. We have to come in prepared. Doesn't matter what what age they are. They are. Um, they're well coached and they're very driven and they work hard. And so, um, you know, the games with them could go either way for sure. What are what are some of the keys uh, in this game? What is MTCS? do well that you've got to try to control? Sure. They rebound extremely well. Um, that is definitely something I've watched a couple different game films that stand out to me. They're they're athletic, but they're also very driven to go get the ball. I tell my kids, you know, rebounding is just a will, a desire to get the ball, um, and they have that. And so if we're not rebounding well and we're not boxing out well, um, that that's going to be a big problem for us. We're going to get in trouble because when they do rebound well, they got put easy putbacks or they're getting out and running um, with ease. So rebounding is going to be a huge key in that game. And y'all are scheduled to play Webb Saturday? Yep, we have MTCS tomorrow night um, at 6 o'clock here, and then Saturday, Web, it will be girls only, and that time has changed to 3.30. And that's on the road, right? Correct. So, um, busy couple days then, huh? Oh, man. 
totally. Busy couple days, but uh, we're enjoying it. Like I said, man, we're just happy to be playing because we know that could change at any moment. So thankful to be doing that and having uh, a big, heavy schedule in front of us. Well, it ought to be a great game with MTCS. And when I was talking to you off there, you talking about you were walking through your new building. Kind of give us an update on that. And, and, and for those that may so, not know what we're talking about, it's um, – it's an, it's an academic and arena. Yes, um, and so lots of classrooms out there, lots of new office space. Um, selfishly, wearing my AD hat, um, the gym is going to seat about 1,200 people. It's, it's looking incredible. The ceiling is about complete. Um, so you can kind of walk in and visualize what's going on and what's, what's to come. We have a weight room that's going to be incredible that we're working hard to design. Um, and so... That's exciting. We've got locker rooms that are going to be state-of-the-art, brand-new locker rooms that kids are excited about to be in. Um, And so concession stand. I know this sounds crazy, Monty, but I'm excited that our concession stand is going to have a a closet, an area to put things and space. So we've really, really been crammed in here over the last three years as our enrollment has increased. So we're looking forward to having – a lot more space academically and athletically. And so you anticipate playing in that gym next year? Oh, for sure. We are hoping that our kids graduate in that gym this year. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's, it is, I guess disappointing is the wrong word, but it's also the right word. It's, it's disappointing to me that kids like Mariah and AC and Aaliyah um, and Addison aren't going to be able to play in that gym um, because they're, them coming to PCA as freshmen started the the trend of us selling out and, and and having being forced to look at building a new gym and so that's disappointing for me um they don't mention it it's probably more a, of a thing for me but um I, I i really really hope they get to graduate in there that would be exciting for them well they've certainly been the cornerstone for your team the last four years oh definitely we did senior night the other night which is crazy to say but we did it against FRA, and um, our, our team had uh, time before the game to reflect and just share memories and thoughts about those players, and they've been very, very pivotal folks for um, the success that we've had and the program that's been built here. Uh, as far as the holidays, are y'all looking at um, – y'all are playing in the Riverdale Classic, aren't you? Yeah, we're playing in the Riverdale Classic, and then we're going to the She Got Game Classic in Atlanta that we did last year going to be busy, aren't you? We are, and we're just gluttons for punishment because none of those games uh, will be easy, but hopefully they'll make us better. Well, that's the key, you know. The the, the wins and losses only matter in your league. <laughs> well, I mean, they all matter, but don't get me wrong. But uh, at the end of the day, you're, you know, you're about getting better and preparing for your league games and um, trying to get the best seed you can get in the tournament. Yeah, definitely, and I I genuinely mean this. I mean, there's no coach that wants, you know, a terrible record, but I, right now I could care less. It, for me, it's all about where we end up at the end of the season and what that looks like, and so I don't have any idea what our record is right now. It's probably not very good based on um, just running through it with you. I'd say we're about 500. I just genuinely don't care about it. We just need to get better, and it's how you finish the race, not how you start it. And so that's that's sort of the focus for us, not the record. 
Well, believe it or not, before we know it, spring sports will be here. Um, or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure those, those respective clubs will be, I'm sure they're working out and doing things like that. You, have you got all the schedules made and that type of thing? For, your spring, say that again, which part? Your spring sports. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we are definitely, that's what, that's going on kind of behind the scenes. Fortunately, with LeBron Ferguson as my assistant AD in middle school, middle school AD, he's really helping um, take that off my shoulders as I am in basketball season where I stepped up for him during football season. So um, he's, he's kind of handling that, but I know that that's a process that's already happening, you know, working on soccer and track and field and baseball. I think our baseball coach is, is finished with his. So it'll be here before you know it, for sure. All right, Coach. Well, um, big game tomorrow night out at PCA, uh, MTCS, and the PCS girls. Uh, the Murfreesboro Post will be there, so we're looking uh, forward to watching y'all play. All right. I appreciate it, Monty. Thanks for hanging out today. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. That's Tara James. Join us today on All Sports Talk. And uh, hopefully they do not have major COVID issues and we'll be able to get that game in tomorrow. All right, you've been listening to All Sports Talk. That'll do it for today. The coach, Preston O'Neill, joins me for a football Friday tomorrow, and we'll talk to you then. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Start your day with the Wake Up Room with John Dinkins, Brian Barrett, and Dalton Barrett. They're big. They're, They're big, Andy. Andy. Yeah. Oh, we said it at the same time. Oh, my gosh. We're finishing our own sentences now. Start your day. We have definitely been working too long together. News, traffic, weather, and fun. Well, that was good help for Dalton's age group and for right. your age group. Right. You, know, you mentioned AARP and younger people. The Wake Up Room. <laughs> I hate you. Weekday mornings, 6 to 7.50 on News Radio WGNS.